there. I'm Jolene McCarthy, and welcome to Two Question Tuesday. Each week, Two Question Tuesday answers randomly picked questions submitted by our client. Answering this week's questions, we have Bill D'Angelo, Managing Director of Focus Wealth Management, and Mike Pisani, Director of Financial Planning. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning, morning gentlemen. How are you? Good. Thank you. Okay. First question, Mike, from William in Albany. He asks, what is your 12-month outlook for foreign markets and should an investor diversify on these holdings? It's a good question, Bill. So when you look at international investing, there's a lot of different elements that really go into this. Um, one of the biggest that we primarily look for to start, it's really like a top-down approach. So you're first and foremost looking at global growth. And, you know, there's a long-used phrase that because of the denomination of the United States and the makeup of the economy largely being consumer-based, if the United States sneezes globally, the globe catches a cold. Basically, that that's kind of the terminology. So you're not looking at a very favorable scenario from an imports into the United States. So global exports, um, because the U.S. economy is largely shut down. People aren't necessarily buying things. Consumption is going down. So that's a little bit of a negative that we're kind of looking at. You also that ties directly into global trade. And there are some underpinnings. And if you look at some different comments that the administration is making from both President Trump and uh, Secretary Pompeo, the trade war might reescalate here because a lot of people aren't really all that happy with how China has handled uh, the pandemic of, uh, you know, covid. So that's another negative If global trade contracts. It's going to hurt international quite a bit. And another factor that you really have to pay attention to is the dollar. The U.S. dollar has a huge amount of uh, persuasive movements in terms of how that impacts international investing. It's inverse as well. So strength in the U.S. dollar is usually very negative for global uh, investing in global markets because there's an inverse relationship there. So over the course of the last couple of years, we've talked about how U.S. interest rates really low, but compared globally, they're very high because Japan, Europe, a lot of those areas are implementing negative interest rate policy. So a lot of international investors have been flocking to the flight to safety trade into treasuries that causes more dollars to be bought. Um, and in addition to that, you know, the flight to safety in terms of negative economic growth type of periods, which is what we're experiencing right now, dollars largely done well until the economy begins to reaccelerate and the Fed can implement enough liquidity. So we're looking at a strong dollar. So a lot of these things and elements are pointing to this scenario of not the most optimistic scenario globally. We've been doing um, some internal pruning of our portfolios internationally over the course of the last, I don't know, three, four months. Um, so that kind of justifies our outlook there. For diversification purposes, it can be okay to own some things internationally, but we don't have an incredibly strong outlook uh, of international markets at this current juncture right now. Thank you, Mike. Okay, Phil, you ready for the second question? Go ahead, Jolynn. This is from Dan in Aspen. He asks, 
How do you think the civil unrest will affect the markets? Tough question. Very good question. Uh, firstly, um, you know, there is no room for what happened uh, in Minneapolis uh, to happen in today's America. Uh, absolutely horrific event. Um, and, and just, uh, you know, we, we're all suffering. And I hope that the nation uh, can really come together uh, and unite uh, and, and see what's better in people uh, and the best of America versus, uh, you know, looking at the ugliness uh, that that we've just seen, uh, which is just tragic on so many different levels. And we all react, uh, you know, and, and want to react uh, in different ways to events like this. Um, but, you know, reacting um, to long-term uh, investments uh, because we feel so horrific short-term uh, is, is often the wrong response. So, you know, I'd go back to the awful summer of, of 1968, uh, when you had the Hong Kong flu uh, pandemic, uh, actually worse than this pandemic, uh, over 100,000 dead. We'll see which is worse, actually. Um, you had the death of Dr. Martin Luther King. Uh, you had the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King. You had the assassination of Bobby Kennedy. Uh, and you had riots in, in, in cities all throughout America. Um, you know, that June, uh, the markets were up 7.6% on the S&P 500. So, you know, it's often uh, challenging uh, as a human being to make sense of, of what's going on currently uh, and related to your long-term investments. So, you know, I think as markets look forward uh, to economic recovery, um, you know, and, and for better or worse, you know, they, they don't look at these short-term, ugly, tragic uh, events that, that we all have, have just seen and, and hopefully we don't see more of because uh, we've had enough of this. So I would, I would look at the economic data that's in the future that the markets are forecasting out, the recovery that the markets are forecasting out, and um, you know, pray for, for the tragedies uh, that, they, that they're behind us and, and not in front of us. Thank you, Phil. And thank you, Mike, for answering this week's Two Question Tuesday. Um, it was brought to our attention that there was a glitch in last week's email link. Some of you may not have been able to submit your questions. We have corrected that. So feel free to send us your questions this week at info at focusedwealthmgmt.net. And as always, please stay safe and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you.